Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Wonder Hour, where we discuss new age topics, including alternative health, spirituality, and all things metaphysical. I'm your host, Krista. And I'm your host, Roxy. And we are the Woo Woo Women. Woohoo! We are so excited to celebrate our 10th episode. Yay! Thank you, listeners, for being there with us and supporting us along the way. Thank you to all of our fantastic guests that we have had on the show. We are so, so thankful and grateful to be doing this and to be connecting with other like-minded people. Yes, I, com- I, I agree with everything that Roxy just said. We are very thankful for all of you. And we're super excited about this episode because we decided to talk about cleaning negative energy or low vibe energies, because this is a question that we both get a lot and we have a lot to say on this topic. Oh, yes. (laughs) So we'll start with talking about why is cleansing a normal part of our routine? Um, So over time, we energetically spiritually, mentally, just like our clothing or our car get dirty, right? Like when we wear an outfit, it might get creases, wrinkles, it might collect smells from the places we've been or dust or dirt or, oh no, you spilled something on yourself and now there's a stain. Um, so this is a normal part of use, right? For the clothing, but also for ourselves. So these accumulations that are on our clothes are really noticeable. So when we're done with our outfit, we put it in the washer and the dryer, right? To get it cleaned and refreshed. Maybe we iron it. The same thing happens with ourselves and our spaces, but it's not as visible as something like our clothes. So we might not even realize we have collected all of this energetic dirt or funk that needs to be removed. So Krista, as an energy healer, would you mind sharing how our listeners can know when they would benefit from cleansing their self or their space? Yes, ma'am. So I think the best place for me to start would to explain that basically everything is energy, right? Start from the beginning here. And everything is energy and each of us has an energetic field, biofield, uh, also known as an aura. And it's thought to be composed of a set of like energy bands that granulate in color and frequency and they move outward from our physical body. Now, when we're born, our aura is it's nice and clean uh, with a high frequency, because basically my belief is, is that when we're born, we're at our purest state of being close, closest to the the oneness, closeness to God. And uh, so over time, our aura can build up these lower level energies or frequencies caused by negative emotions, thoughts, or difficult life experiences that we go through. Now, kind of going back to the aura itself, there's a wide range of aura colors, and they range from black to white and a million shades in between. Uh, And our aura colors can say a lot about us energetically as far as our blockages, our dominant chakras. But I'm not going to get too involved in that part of it, of the aura color. But I think it's also important to note that uh, if we look deep inside beyond the aura of every person and we look at the soul of every person, every 
person is pure within themselves at the deepest level, at the soul level. So all souls are a brilliant white color. Now, getting back to the cleansing of the negative energies and, and all that good stuff. Uh, so for empaths, which are sensitive people to other people's energies, which most life workers are, uh, we not only have to have our own junk energetically, but we also take on the junk of our environment, people, and their emotions. And depending on what empath we are, we can take on other things as well. So these lower level energies cause energy blockages within our seven main energy centers, uh, which causes our energies not to uh, free flow in and out. Uh, and they also impede connections between the other chakras, which is important. So if we kind of like summarize what we've got here, we're, you know, we start when we're young, we're pure, we go through life, you know, we have things happen to us in our life that cause blockages. And, you know, you could almost think of these blockages as kind of like uh, a big hairball in a pipe and, and your, your pipe could be your individual chakras, right? Sometimes the energy in the chakras, they'll still flow, but maybe they're just trickling out or maybe they're overflowing with too much energy and there's like a, a balance between them. Um, so keeping these energy centers clear is super, super important. And I want you to know, um, everybody that's listening right now and what we're about to, to uh, explain to you, you don't need to be a healer or anyone special to clear these negative energies. The best healer that um, we can ever have is he, uh, being our own healer and taking responsibility for our own energy and tapping into our own power. So when we take back our power and our healing of our own energy, uh, it could be one of the most profound things that you ever do for yourself. So we're super excited to explain some of the things that we do in order to heal ourselves. Amen, sister. I love that. Going to healers and other things like that to get this going is great. But yeah, you're exactly right. We can do a lot for ourselves. And that's where true transformation is going to happen. So let's get into it. So what do we do? So for cleansing ourselves. Now, mind you, when we get into this, there's plenty of different practices. These are just the ones that Krista and I are most familiar with and do for ourselves. So first, how to cleanse yourself. We're going to talk about our mind, all that mental clutter that can happen. Um, so something really helpful is mindfulness practice. Krista is really well-versed on a lot of these different mindfulness practices. Um, so the following few strategies are techniques we can use in the mindfulness category to help clear the clutter or the unhelpful thoughts from our minds. Yeah, we're going to, we're planning to do a complete episode on mindfulness just to go deeper into this topic, just because we feel that it's such a powerful practice. Uh, but I think one thing that we can do and that I do on a daily basis is, you know, you have to learn how to be aware of your thoughts. And as you learn how to be aware of your thoughts and kind of look at them non judgmentally and just observe them. 
uh, it can be a powerful practice to learn so that you don't engage in your emotions whenever you have a negative thought. And when you do have a bad thought, and let's say that bad thought has a negative emotion to it saying, uh, let's say I, I did terrible in a meeting and I thought that I sounded stupid and then I start to feel the anxiousness roll up in through my chakras. One thing that I do to myself and I'll say, I release, I clear, and I rebuke. And the reason why I say this particular affirmation is because our words have, our thoughts have power, number one, and our words even have more power than our thoughts a lot of times. So when I say I release, I clear, and I rebuke, I'm basically wiping the slate, uh, the slate clean of that negative thought and I'm releasing it. It's just a way that I just let it go into the ether. Yes, that is very important tool to use. And I think it's important to be able to catch those negative thoughts because our minds tend to chatter away, right, all the time. And whenever we say something hurtful or negative about ourselves or other people, you know, that just hurts all of us. And that makes our energy all gross, too. So, yeah, definitely having the power to catch that thought and stop it, you know. Um, or you can even do what Krista says, but then maybe rephrase that thought, turn it from something negative into something positive. So instead of saying, oh, man, I really blew it at that meeting, you know, rephrase it and say, I had a great learning experience from this meeting and focus on something positive. You did. Like I was well prepared and I had the information I needed. But, you know, just reframe in a positive way, whatever the situation. I love it. Um, some other positive mind or mindfulness things would be visualization. So these are a couple of things I do um, just in my day or I'll plug it into a meditation I do. First one is a chalkboard. So if you're trying to think or focus, but you can't, right? All those thoughts are racing. Maybe you feel really scattered. What I do is I picture a chalkboard in my mind and any and all the thoughts that are coming to me or weighing me down, I write them on the chalkboard. And then I get out my big eraser and I erase it. And as I erase these thoughts, I clear them from my mind. And sometimes that thought gets written right back up there again. That's okay. I get the eraser and I wipe it clean. And that's just a good visualization for me to have that clear chalkboard. Another visualization, visualization similar to this one would be using a train car. So picture a train, right? And there's all those empty cars. So all of your thoughts, whenever something comes in, put it in one of those train cars, right? And the train's gonna chug away and go up and over a mountain and take all that mental clutter far, far away. Um, I really like that one because you can just see it poof, go over the mountain and it's taken away from you. I love it. I've never heard of those. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, try them out. They're great. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, another one that you can do is I like to visualize myself in a, as a white light, um, bursting away any darkness or denseness in our body. So the way that I do it is close my eyes and then I uh, visualize the white light, usually in my upper, upper abdomen, abdomen uh, the solar plexus area. And then I see the, the solar plexus um, 
white light grow and grow and grow until it like encompasses my entire body. And then I visualize tiny little speckles of darkness or denseness, which are like the lower level negative energies or low vibes that we got going on. And they just kind of like float away from the light because we all know that darkness cannot exist in the light, right? And I talked about earlier that at the core of all of us, it doesn't matter what your aura color is, right? We're all pure divine beings inside of us. We are the light. And we talk about that a lot here. So this visualization is just basically uh, bursting out that light so that we are getting rid of anything negative within our aura. We're pushing it out. I love that one. I'm going to start doing that one. like it. Okay. The next one I have for you guys is write it down and burn it. So this could be a visualization, or you could actually do this if you uh, like to have a fire, safely, of course. Um, whatever it is that's weighing you down, it could be a situation, a toxic thought, whatever it is, write it down. Put it on a piece of paper and throw it in a fire. Um, so that helps you to put a physical practice to this mental thing that's going on, right? So you write it down, release it, and put that intention that whenever you burn it, that you're releasing it, you're letting it go. It's not going to bother you anymore. Yeah. And you're just going to hop on the river of the universe, right? And trust that wherever you are, it's going to be taken care of, right? Yes. I love that. Don't a lot of people do that, Roxy, at the beginning of a new year yeah yeah for the intention setting absolutely you can plug it in anytime it's great to plug in with the different seasons and cycles or even if you're just having a weeknight fire with the family you know just like casually throw that little piece of paper in there <laughs> i love it friend and uh, the next one I'm going to share with you is actually something that my mentor does because I, I reached out to him and I said, hey, I'm doing this podcast and I want to know how you uh, release negative energy. And basically what he says is uh, he goes outside and of course he's barefooted. Uh, thus, you know, the earthing that we talked about in our last episode and he visualizes his feet being super grounded. So I'm assuming what he means by that is perhaps he is uh, barefoot and then he's growing roots and he's just kind of like feeling the frequency of the earth. And he lets, he, he starts at the top of his head. He, he kind of puts his um, focus on the top of his head and then he slowly pushes down any lower level energies. And I guess he's visualizing these as maybe darker energies. And he pushes them down from his crown chakra, which is the top of his head, all the way down to his feet. And then he pushes them into the earth. And basically the earth is absorbing and transmuting and turning that negative energy into something positive. Have you ever heard of that? I have not heard of it specifically like that. But when you were saying that, I just got a strong visual of a plunger, like a syringe, and you're just pushing it into the ground. Yeah. But I like that. I'm going to try that one too. Yeah. Well, I really respect my mentor, obviously. And um, I'm, I'm wanting to try this one myself. I've never, uh, I've heard of 
pushing down into the earth negative energies uh, or lower level energies, but I've never actually tried it myself. So definitely worth trying. Yeah, I've never um, done the, you know, pushing them in, but I've done, well, we'll talk about the ones I do later, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So meditation. Oh my gosh. Such a big fan of meditation. Meditation, it's such a powerful practice, and I always, always recommend for it for people to do meditation to help them connect to their inner self. And like I said before, everything is energy, and basically we go throughout our day and we slowly give away our energy. We give away our chi. And meditation is a powerful way that we can basically plug up and charge up with the universe and charge our energy. And it is a must. And it may be the most powerful practice that I have. And I always notice when I don't meditate enough or I miss a meditation, all of my chakras go out of balance. And I just feel like my energy is completely depleted because as impasse, you know, we're taking in a lot of everyone else's energies, right? And we're giving a lot away because we care so much about people that at the end of the day, if you don't meditate, then you're not restoring yourself. So uh, it's it's a really big one in my book. Absolutely. I support everything you said, 100%. Super important. So next, we're going to give you some things you can plug into your meditations that are going to be helpful to cleanse yourself, cleansing your mind, spirit, all the good stuff. Um, so one that I do frequently um, is the sponge exercise. <laughs> so it sounds silly. This is one that's really good whenever you don't have a lot of time. You're feeling funky. You're short on time. You need to cleanse yourself, right? So you imagine that you are a sponge. Um, Visualize yourself. What do you look like as a sponge? Smell yourself. Notice what kind of dirt or funky stuff you have absorbed. Now, picture a heavenly waterfall forming above you. Clear, pure water begins to pour down and flow through your body, your sponge body. As it does, you twist and you wring yourself out. See all the dirt and all the grime washing out of you. See all that grit wash away um, as you squeeze and wring all of it out. Then be still as that purifying clean water runs through you and you are all clean and refreshed. I love it. I've never heard that one either. You got some new stuff for me. Yeah, I'm glad they're helpful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Another one we have here is tapping into your own uh, aura. So it's very similar to what Roxy talked about earlier with the sponge visualization. Basically, you just, you know, you take a moment and you check in with your breath and your body. Inhale through your mouth, maybe hold for four, exhale through your, um, or inhale through your nose, hold for four, and exhale through your mouth. Um, and then you can do that a couple of times and then you picture in your mind's eye, your spiritual self. Now you can see yourself as the body and then you see the energy field around yourself and you kind of 
kind of notice like what does that look like? And you may have a particular color associated with it that's very common. You may see like a very uh, vibrant field or, you know, you may see some bits and pieces or gray spots or tears within your aura. Um, when I do meditation, I am able to uh, connect to a person's energy and see their aura. And a lot of times there are, when people are going through a difficult time, you'll start to see like gray spots or tears within their aura. Um, or you'll see like overactive um, chakras or underactive chakras. Um, but visualizing it yourself is absolutely anyone can do that. And then what you can do is do what uh, similar to what we talked about before is you can visualize that white light. And the white light is, you know, the soul that is deep within the body that goes beyond the aura. Um, it's the soul level, right? And that white light can expand and grow larger and larger and larger. And then it will push out any of that dirt and um, it fills any holes. It You can uh, visualize that it's just smoothing out the aura the way that it needs to. So it is similar to what we talked about before, but this one is, you know, just kind of feeling out your energy center, visualizing it, seeing the dark spots or the tears or whatever you see, and then letting that light go where it is needed to heal the energy. Ooh, I love that. That's a powerful one. Yes, definitely. Okay. Another meditation that I know Krista and I both do on the reg is chakra cleansing. Uh, so for those of you who aren't completely familiar with chakras, that's okay. In the works, we'll do some future episodes on those, or you can always do some of your own research. Um, Brett Larkin is a great resource for chakra information. Um, so the chakra cleanse is similar to the sponge or the aura cleanse, but in this meditation, you focus in on your seven main energy centers in your body. So I was going to go into detail with this, but it's a lot of information. So we're going to record a bonus episode that we'll release after this one, and I'm going to guide you guys through a chakra cleanse. So looking forward to it. Make sure you find that one. I'm excited about that one. Roxy with her good voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Breath work. This one is super important because if you think about it, we are all born and we die with one single breath. There I am becoming morbid again, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's part of life. <laughs> but breath helps us so much to get in flow with energy and get it going in our bodies. And in turn, it helps us to release those lower level energies and take in the breath of, of life. So there are a lot of different um, methods out there. There's um, methods in yoga. There's, you know, different breath work um, methods. I think one that I started following um, recently was Soma breath. And basically you can utilize your breath and, and, you know, start connecting with your breath through meditation. And then after a while, it starts to just release things through your breath. And basically you're just moving the energy in your body. 
And it's a super powerful thing. And it makes complete sense to me energetically because, you know, things become stuck, right? And we, we need our breath in order to live. It's part of our chi. So when you um, do breath work and you consciously and intentionally want to move out energies, you absolutely can. And anybody can do it. And there is uh, a lot of different stuff out there um, on YouTube, even for free, that you can use to uh, learn more about it. Roxy, I'm assuming that you have probably studied breath work in yoga. Is that right? Yes. So I just finished uh, reading one chapter in my book for my studies um, on prana. So, yeah, it makes all those connections that you talked about before, how prana is our life force, right? It's our chi. It's everything that flows through us keeps us living. Breath is so, so important. I'm reading a book right now called Breathe. (laughs) So, yeah, super critical and vital. I think, Krista, in the future, we should probably do an episode just on breath as well. Yes, I agree. I know that. So, Just a quick thought, friend. You know, when you're going through a difficult time or you are stressed out, you know, you automatically the body will start like holding back the breath, right? So whenever you um, start breathing again and you're like uh, paying attention, mindfully paying attention to your breath, that in itself can be healing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of our stuff um, focuses in on first tune into your breath, then your body. So it's important, you guys. Okay, so here's um, a couple of breath strategies. Again, there's a bunch. These are just a couple. So the first one is called four-part breathing or square breathing. So the basics of it are you inhale to a count of four, hold your breath for a count of four, exhale for four, hold for four. So there's four parts to this breath, and each part you're holding four times or for four seconds. So. Then you take a normal inhale and exhale, and you repeat the cycle of four-part breathing until you feel more grounded. Um, You can do this with your eyes closed, or let's say you're at work or somewhere, you just need to have your eyes open. You can find a square rectangular object um, to trace with your eyes. So for example, your computer monitor. So you do this breath pattern while tracing your eyes around the four sides of the object. So look across the screen for four, down the side of the screen for four, across for four, up for four, while doing that breath work. Um, Or if you wanna get in touch with the earth a little more, you can do this as elemental breathing. So on each part of the breath, you'll focus on one element. For example, inhale for four while thinking of the word earth. Hold for four, think about air. Exhale for four, think about fire. Hold for four, think about water. You can plug this in with a lot of different stuff, but um, those are just a few of the four-part breath techniques. Another one is called breath of fire. Um, This is a great yoga breathing technique. Um, I'm not gonna get into it here, but if you wanna look it up for yourself, check out Yoga with Adrienne, A-D-R-I-E-N-E on YouTube. Um, She has this energizing and cleansing breath work and it's called Breath of Fire. Um, Brett Larkin also has a bunch of great videos on pranayama or different breathing techniques. Oh, I love Yoga with Adrienne. She's great. She's got a good person. Oh yeah. Yes, I love it. 
Another one that we have here is chanting. So for me, chanting creates a sort of grounding energy. And I use this as a tool when I'm all over the place and I need to ground myself, which honestly, folks, it happens a lot because my high, you know, my upper chakras love to light up and then my lower chakras are just kind of like, what's going on, lady? You know, so <laughs> chanting is um, a really powerful way to ground your energy. And it can be used prior to an energy clearing meditation as a way to quiet your mind, because if you're chanting, you are not thinking all of those crazy thoughts. And this method has been used for thousands of years to heal and connect to your inner self. I really like that. Chanting is something new that I've been exploring. I've done a couple of chanting practices and ooh, it really was so powerful and turned my mind off quick. So highly recommend you guys. It may feel a little weird. That's okay. Just get in on it. Okay. So next to clear yourself, physical activities. So any physical activities are going to help here. Um, a big one is dance. So many cultures use dance as a means to achieve trance-like states or for healing rituals. Or you can just use this to let loose and enjoy moving your body and being in the moment. Um, you don't have to do the Sufi whirling to get the benefits. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Uh, but you can even do Zumba at a gym or from your home. Or you can just turn on your jam and move. So here's a piece of wisdom from Krista. So remember always, dance you can and dance you must. Dance for peace dance for each season and dance for no reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's way, not my wisdom, but uh, I, I, oh, okay. it I thought it was. <laughs> but I love oh, okay. it. <laughs> Piece of wisdom found by Krista. Piece of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Another way to cleanse yourself physically is to take an Epsom salt bath. I know we've talked about that before, but this really cleanses your body and your spirit. It's helpful for anybody really but especially for all of us empaths we are sponges right we absorb other people's stuff so epsom salts are a great way to just rinse all of that out and get some good trace minerals back in your body yes ma'am another one that we have is laugh i mean there is nothing better than having a good belly laugh with some uh tears after a hard day and laughter is a healing practice of its own. And I even like to think of those who make us laugh as great healers because laughter takes us out of the ego and it helps us to release those lower level energies by um, experiencing true joy. So if you're having a hard time, get with a friend that makes you laugh. Watch a Netflix show that makes you laugh. Do things that give you joy and that bring that vibration of laughter because laughter in itself will release a lot of stuff energetically. Yes, laughter is the best medicine. Another one that I came across and I've been doing this myself is shaking out excess energy. This comes from a method of Dr. James Gordon and he has this powerful exercise which he developed uh, to assist nurses who had suffered tra um, severe trauma from like that tsunami that happened in Indonesia years ago. So basically he went out to Indonesia and he put on a Bob Marley song and he had the nurses shake 
uncontrollably for at least three minutes, like shaking their arms, their hands, their legs, you know, everything that you could shake and just shake uncontrollably. And within three minutes, the nurses started crying, laughing, like, you know, like releasing a lot of different energies. And uh, I can say it for myself, you almost feel like you're buzzing afterwards, like you've let go of some excess energies. You're almost like shaking it out of yourself. I definitely recommend to try it. It's um, a very cool experience and it kind of goes along with dancing in a lot of ways because you're just, you know, doing whatever uh, where no one's looking. Oh, yes. Good point. And I am a believer that a lot of stuff gets stored in our muscles and our bodies. So I love the idea of just shaking it out and getting it out of there. Mm -hmm. We have to try that when uh, my family's not home. <laughs> you come over here, we'll go in my basement and we can shake it out like crazy woo-woo women. <laughs> oh, yes, let's do it. We've got to plan it. <laughs> okay. Another way we can physically clean, cleanse ourselves is yoga and mentally and spiritually. It's good for all of that. Um, so I could talk a lot about yoga, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet for this episode. Um, but one of them is a yoga rinse. Now you can use this term to basically mean yoga that's going to help you release the stuff, right? So there's a lot of different yoga moves and practices that can help cleanse you. Um, some of them focus on shaking, like Krista had mentioned, or doing twisting postures to wring yourself out, right? Or even just a forward fold with a gentle sway, and you can just ah, let everything go and just imagine all that stuff draining and rinsing out of you. Um, going back to yoga with Adrian, um, whenever I'm having, you know, a day where I just, ugh, I feel gross, I need to get all that stuff out of me. Um, she has a quick, it's either 15 or 20 minute video and it's called yoga wash. And she does some of these postures and it's a really good way to just, you know, decompress after work and get rid of some of that stuff. Um, there's plenty of these, but I like her video. That's one of my go-tos. And I'll link this on our blog because we're talking about a lot of different references here. Um, another thing you can do is use sage or palo santo or some kind of incense or smell to help cleanse um, your body yourself your space so um, get some incense one that smells good to you or sage palo santo is a great one light that up and that will help cleanse your space um, you can visualize that smoke gathering up any of that stuff with it getting rid of it and just cleaning your space yourself. Um, you can even make your own cleansing spray. So if incense is not your jam, get a glass spray bottle, fill it with some water. I would recommend distilled water um, to help it last longer. And then add some goodies in there. Uh, get creative with it. Whatever you like, what resonates with you. Um, some suggestions would be to add in maybe some salt, like the pink Himalayan salt. Um, you could put some crystals in there. Make sure they're ones that don't dissolve in water. If you're not sure, look it up. Anything that ends with ITE, I-T-E, probably should not go in water. Uh, but you could put some crystals in there. You could do some essential oils. 
You could put in some herbs or flower petals from your garden or the spice cabinet. Uh, but just mix up a little something for you. And then you can spray it on yourself. Um, I even mix this up and I'll spray it, you know, on my curtains to make them smell nice, on the bedding, mist it around the carpet, um, just to help give everything a nice, refreshing cleanse. Yeah, I actually do this with um, lavender, frankincense, and peppermint essential oils a lot. I'll mix it with some distilled water, and then I'll just kind of like do a little aromatherapy there. And it makes a lot of difference. I mean, it really uh, shifts the mood for sure. Nice. Oh, I love also that you mentioned Palo Santo. Uh, I love Palo Santo. Palo Santo basically means holy stick in Spanish, for those of you that don't know. And it's been used in healing and ceremonial um, causes for many, 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 many years. Uh, I always like to use Palo Santo to clear because I think that it keeps the good and lets go of the bad. Whereas, you know, if you sage, it basically neutralizes everything. Uh, another one that I use is dragon's blood. And this is a good resin that I buy in incense. And it will take away uh, negative energies, but it's also used as protection as well. So it has a very protective um, energy to it. And uh, I've used dragon's blood whenever I felt like I was under some sort of psychic attack. Hmm. I haven't used resins. I've seen them, but that's something I'll have to tuck away for future use. Um, and then Palo Santo, you can get it as the stick to burn, or it comes in and comes in an essential oil. So you have those couple of options. I've heard people talk about sourcing issues. So um, if that resonates with you, make sure you look up where Palo Santo is sourced um, before getting it. So a lot of the things we've mentioned before are also good for cleansing our energy. So we you know, talked about cleansing our minds. We've talked about cleansing us physically. Um, and now we're going to go to our energy. And a lot of the stuff, you know, you can use to cleanse any of these things. So, Krista, would you like to talk to us about Reiki? Yeah. So, Reiki is it's an ancient healing technique of basically channeling universal energy to help heal and remove energy blockages from yourself or another person. So, if you uh, translate the word itself, it loosely translates to spiritual energy. And the, of course, there's a formal uh, training program uh, for Reiki from level one to master, but you can start using energy healing today. You don't have to have any kind of certification or anything, because as with anything, there are many techniques for energy healing and Reiki is just one of them. So one thing that I like to tell people is you can start by placing your hands a few inches apart. And you can maybe close your eyes and start to just feel the energy in your hand. And then you start visualizing an, a, a ball of energy, like you start growing this ball of energy. And you'll likely feel the energy in your hands and you may feel an actual ball of light forming. And with uh, practice, you may even see a ball of light. Uh, then you take that energy ball, once you feel it's, it's ready, maybe you want to make it like a basketball side. 
size, and then you will put it where you feel pain or you feel blockages in your body, and it will just do its work. It's a little powerful energy ball that you make by channeling universal energy. Another thing that I tell people do to do is you can also put your hands over your chakras, maybe a few inches above each of your seven chakras, and you can ask your angels or ascended masters or the universe to assist you in healing. And, you know, you can just visualize the, uh, the light maybe coming up through the crown of your head or into your hands somehow, and then it's transferring from that your hands into your body. And then you can ask the light to go where it is needed because the light will always go where it's needed, uh, no matter where you are targeting uh, with your energy um, healings or your hands. But those are just two small examples of many where you can use uh, the channeling of universal uh, spiritual energy to help clear your energy centers. Love it. So next we're going to move on to cleansing our space. And I'm going to move kind of quickly through this because we still have a lot of stuff we want to cover. So um, the first one we can do is a white light visualization. So kind of like Krista mentioned with Reiki or like we mentioned earlier, um, just visualize white light. You can send it um, throughout your space. This could be your home, where you work. This could be your car, whatever space you want to cleanse. Um, you can picture it starting from heart center and growing and expanding, or you can picture it coming down from above and enveloping you, your space, and then spreading out. Um, like we've mentioned, white light is healing. It's protective. It's universal source energy and a great way to cleanse a space. Um, another thing you can do, smudge it, just like we mentioned with incense, palo santo, resins, or any of the sprays that you mix up. Um, you can do this in your space. If you're doing this in your home, wherever you are, open the windows. If you're doing the anything that's smoky, open the windows. Um, that smoke is going to fill up your space, and it's going to push out any of that bad stuff. It needs somewhere to go, right? Open the windows so it can escape. Um, you can even use a feather to waft it, maybe a feather you found and collected on your walk, if you're like me, or um, a white feather for peace. Um, or you can use a little fan, kind of make sure it gets all around your space and out through the windows. If you're doing a house, a couple of levels, you can start at the bottom and then work your way up because you're going to notice that smoke rises. Um, and like Krista mentioned, you can always call on your angels or guides to help cleanse um, with you during this time. Yeah, and one special note on this, because I mentioned it to someone the other day, angels and guides will not help you unless you ask them. So we always have to remember to ask for help and you shall receive. Yes, absolutely. Another uh, one that we have here is music or sound. So uh, basically how sound healing works is because all sounds have a frequency and every cell in our body also has their frequencies, these frequencies can work together to heal our minds and our bodies. I often use sound to clear my space and there are specific uh, frequencies for just about anything. Uh, a powerful one to use is 528 Hertz, which is acclaimed as a miraculous frequency for transformation and repairing DNA to its perfect state. I also use 432 Hertz, 
Um, and then you can play music that has been attuned to 432 hertz to create a sense of peace and well-being uh, in its harmonic um, nature tones or whatever. So in even just listening to a great song that really resonates with you from a happy time of your life can be super healing. I have many songs from my childhood that when I hear them, they take me back to a happy place. I listened yesterday to like a Beastie Boy song and I swear it took me back <laughs> to like hanging out in my friend's Buick and she had some really good bass, you know, and we used to just like put the windows down and cruise in the parking lot. And it was so much fun, Roxy, <laughs> but it took me back oh, to in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Music is great that way. I have a whole playlist of my old jams that, you know, it just takes you back to that time. I love it. Um, okay. So cleansing our office. So your office space where you work, this is going to be the same or very similar to cleansing your house, except you might need to be discreet, right? You have coworkers. They may not be woo-woo like you are. So this is where that spray comes in handy so you don't set off the fire detectors or have people running to your office thinking you're smoking something you shouldn't be. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, you could always come in early or maybe stay a little late. If you're not going to do something with smell, you can use sound like Krista had mentioned. You could put some cleansing crystals around, stuff like that. Um, and I cleanse my car. So when I use a lot of these same methods. Just be careful with incense, though, because that can be a little precarious in the vehicle. Okay, the last thing we want to talk about cleansing are your things, right? We talked about our minds, bodies, energy, space. What about our stuff? Um, you can do, you can cleanse most any of your things, right? Let's talk about crystals. So cleansing your crystals, and we'll probably have a whole other podcast about these, um, but you can set them out in the full moon, and that full moonlight is going to charge them. Some crystals like to be in the sun. So you can look that up too, but not all of them. Make sure you look it up. Um, you can put them in a bowl of salt. That's supposed to be really cleansing for them. When you're done, you can dump the salt um, somewhere safe in your yard, maybe in your bath, something like that. Uh, for some crystals, you can give them a water bath. You know, gently cleanse them with water, maybe a little bit of soap, as long as it's not one of the ones that will dissolve. Look it up. Um, and then some favorites for clearing negative energy as far as crystals go are black tourmaline. That's really good for taking the negative energy away. Um, any unhealthy stress, pressure, anger, frustration, all of that stuff, direct it back to the sender. It's like a protective force field from negative energy. Smoky quartz is really good for this too. Yeah, and another one I like to use is selenite in addition to tourmaline. Uh, it's one of the best stones that can absorb negative energies. And it's basically representing purity, light, and connection to higher realms. So it naturally will just get rid of those negative energies. Okay, well, we are running out of time, so I'm going to wrap this up quick. We covered a lot of ground, you guys. There are so many ways to cleanse yourself, your energies, all the things. Um, just remember, we all go through ups and downs in life. If you are in a downturn or your energy is low or funky, you don't have to stay there, okay? Try a few of the strategies we've mentioned to help you restore your beautiful, powerful self. Please remember that you are the light.
Don't forget to check out our blog at woowoowonderhour.wordpress.com. You can see these tips outlined and links to any of the resources we have mentioned. And as always, we love to hear from you. Send us an email at woowoowonderhour at gmail.com or find us on the socials. Facebook is woowoowonderhourkr, Instagram at woowoowonderhour. Join us for our next episode when we talk about protecting your energy. Chris, oh wait, when we talk about, what are we talking about, Krista? We're talking about protecting your energy next time. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Join us for that one. And don't forget our bonus episode for the chakra cleansing meditation. And we are on time. So thank you guys and share your light. Woohoo! Share your light.